On Halloween, I dreamt about the hideous old hag. A witch with skin like rotting flower scales, hair like festering sea dogs, covered in rancid, tick-ridden fur, and breath like moth-eaten baby bell cheese. Her name was Lucy. She had a black cat called Lucy. She cast a spell on the whole world, and everybody in the world was called Lucy. Yes, it was a lucid dream. Unrespected, is that even a word? Unrespected, is it one you've ever heard? If you could choose it, how would you use it? Unrespected, is that even a word? Right, I'm a healthcare professional. I'll be doing a ridiculously slapdash, occupationally unfocused assessment of this young man's health so I can get off to Starbucks early. Okay. Oh, uh... So, I'll just ask a few questions of young... Uh... Philip. Right. And then we'll get young Philip into the thrusting, dynamic, young 21st century workplace where a thrusting, dynamic, young 21st century man belongs, eh? He doesn't do thrusting. Why on earth not? Most young men think about doing nothing else. He's completely paralysed. A lot of companies like their employees to keep very still. It's very annoying when people are constantly fidgeting in the corner of your eye. Have you noticed? So, Philip... He can't answer you. Can't or won't? He can't speak. Brilliant. Workplace noise is a very worrying recent development. More workers like Philip will soon put a stop to all that workplace tinnitus people are picking up. Look, could I just say... Let Philip answer in his own good time, Mrs... Jones, I'm his mum and carer. Right, okay. Philip had energy to push himself down birth canal. Shows promise for the future world of work. Look, how can utter toss... We're not utter toss. You, you are. We pronounce utatus. Just picture uterus. With tea in it. He was paralysed during the birth. I've always cared for him. In what way cared? He can't do anything for himself. He can't even go to the loo. Well, how did he do his numbers one and two? A catheter and a colostomy bag. Well, that's great. No pesky toilet breaks needed for young Philip, then. He's shaping up to be the ideal employee, I must say. Now, I just need to see if Philip can maintain eye contact. Philip... Can you look at me? His gaze is fixed permanently to the left. Fantastic! Firm eye contact is vital in customer-facing roles. We don't want people with willy-nilly wandering eyeballs that go all over the shop now, do we? He can't do anything. He can't even feed himself. So no need for costly lunch breaks, then. We'll have him out there as a thrusting stroke, non-thrusting young exec in no time. Don't you worry, Mrs Jones. He just has the TV on all day. Ooh. Can concentrate on a screen for... How many hours a day does he watch TV? All day. All day? Wow. He'll be the first in and last out of the office then. Looking at that old computer screen with that amazing concentrated gaze. Not a tea break in sight. No lavy breaks. No noisy banter disturbing other people's work. No annoying fidgety bumming. What? How can he work in an office? No, you're right. We're underselling him massively. Are you a fighter typhoon pilot? 
Those birdies fly themselves nowadays. No different to using a motability scooter. All he has to do is look at the target and those bombs go right down its hole. They'll be screaming blue falafel. Boom! Philip can only look left. He'd always just be annihilating everything on the left. Yes, yes, destroy the left. Annihilate everything on the left. Pow, pow, pow! What, but you're just the most bigoted, heartless, prejudiced, racist, Islamophobic. Ooh, I know. He could be... A pace car in a snail race. No. I'm up up for Ian Duncan Smith's ego overspill. He's a prat. Theresa May's shoe stand. Several dozen pairs of leopard print blanics have set him off beautifully. She's a cow. Oh, come, come, Mrs Jones. Surely you must recognise what Theresa May's done for a woman's right to Jimmy Chews. No, don't you worry, Mrs Jones. He'll do you proud. But, but what about how will he... How will I? Come on, choppy chop. Out you go into your brave little new world. Cheers, dude. I owe you a bottle of Bolly. What? No high five? Oh, suit your bloody self. Oh, I'm your healthcare professional. And if your life is hell due to sickness or disability, as far as I'm concerned, you're well. And if you can't get up, I say, get up. And if you can't sit down, I say, sit down. And if your benefits really should go up, I make sure that they go down. <laughs> oh, right. Off to Starbucks for my latte. Anybody else want anything? Well, get it yourselves, you scroungers. <laughs> I used to think I was a sceptic. Now I'm not so sure. I'm singing the new Bond theme It will end in a crescendo Of trumpets and erotic silhouettes Unrespected, is that even a word? As the NHS faces its most serious crisis improvement of chain challenge we're here to find out what life is really like inside a busy 24-hour inner-city hospital. My name is Kenton Benton. We're going inside St. Cecilia's. Let's talk to this doctor. Um, hello, uh, my name is Kenton Benton. We're making a documentary called Inside St. Cecilia's. Stop spitting on me! Uh, here's another. Uh, she looks to be in a hurry. Uh, wh- what's going on, doctor? Stop. There's a very tense and urgent situation developing in A&E. A car crash? Heart attack? The X Factor final. Here we are at a busy nurse's station. Uh, What would you say is the biggest daily challenge you face as a nurse? I would say the constant barrage of disgusting, filthy and insulting language. From colleagues? From staff? No, from me. This new computer system's a load of chuffing rubbish. Oh, come on! Chuffing work, you chuffing piece of chuffing garbage! As we've heard, today's NHS staff are under more pressure than ever before. Oh, at last, uh, there's a doctor who seems to be free. Uh, let's ask him what he thinks. Uh, hello, what do you think is the biggest problem facing the NHS today? Oh, I would say the internal market. Uh, what's that? Well, last week someone came in because they had a, <laughs> a broken, <laughs> you know, thingy. And then they got sent back home. His, you know, 
thingy was still broken. So they had to readmit him. And then the head of department had to pay a penalty. What sort of penalty? She had to stand on her head and drink a miniature bottle of vodka. Oh, because someone's thingy. (laughs) Why do you keep giggling? Because that patient had broken. He broke. It's cock six. Are you sure you should be working as a doctor if you can't even say coccyx without giggling? Oh, I'm not a doctor. Why are you wearing a white coat? I work in a bakery. They gave me a couple of hours off from Baps and Bagels to get my Veruca zapped. Do you want to look? Uh, no, thanks. <laughs> Let's move on, shall we? Here we are in a patient's waiting area. Hello, uh, what do you think to the privatisation of the NHS? Think. Uh, Do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing? Yes, I do think it is a good thing, yes. It is a thing that could be good in a good sort of way, yes. In what way? Well, like the other day, I came in to have some hard skin removed, and the cafe down the corridor was able to bite off the NHS and sprinkle it on their spaghetti carbonara. Really? Why? They'd run out of parmesan shavings. That sounds a bit disgusting. Yes, but it helps the NHS and it keeps the uh, cafe's overheads down, which means they can give more money to the NHS in taxes and stuff like that. Don't you think the owners might just pocket the extra money themselves and pay their staff less? No. Let's move on, shall we? Uh, Hello, sir. Why do you think the NHS is under so much financial pressure? Immigrants! Why is that? Too many poor immigrants with no money. That's who's taking all the money. So what's the answer? Keep the NHS British. And how do we do that? Sell it all off to multi-billion pound overseas corporations. Hello, Mr. Carfax. I'm Dr. Brahmagupta. I've come to have a look at your Veruca. How does it feel? Uh, Mr. Carfax, uh, you're head of local NHS services, aren't you? Yes. Ow! I've just had a botched procedure. I'm in agony. Botched? Uh, Do you think the pressure on the NHS staff uh, uh, due to the cuts might be to blame? No. Turns out my doctor was some joker in a white coat who works down the bakery. Ooh, it hurts. So there you are, just a brief snapshot of a typical NHS hospital with highly stressed people endlessly roaming echoing corridors, searching fruitlessly for answers from overworked NHS staff. No, not the patients. Me and my bloody documentary crew. Unrespected was written and directed by Skull, featuring the voices of Susie Casson, Paul Casson-Yardley, Will Herbert, Jennifer Jones, Chrissy McGrath, Rebecca Pilkington and Skull. Produced in Sheffield by Peter Beeston at Cornucopia Radio for Sheffield Live.